This podcast is What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bourbon and Borderlands here on the Blacktastic Podcast Network. I'm Panama Jackson, joined by all the coolest of cool folks in the room, folks who love this some sugar. I'm joined by Shanice, Janae, Jabri, and Corey. What's up, everybody? Wow. Hey, what's up, man? How y'all doing today? What y'all sipping on? Doing fantastic. Today so we're sipping on some Uncle, Uncle Nearest. Uncle Nearest. Yeah, we we blacking it out today. Definitely. We blacking it out today. We per are sipping. per use. Per <laughs> I like that per use. I'm going to start saying that. Get it's like saying it. adorbs. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. So we're back with another episode of Queen Sugar. We're going to you know, hit you all off with some recaps on the good, the bad, the Nova, um, some advictions, and a shot of bourbon. Um, make sure you're following us on Twitter. You're subscribing um, on Twitter at BeBorderLones. Uh, join us for the conversations. My man Jabri over here been getting quoted left and right, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's, he's enjoying this notoriety he's gaining out here. Um, so make sure we keep that shit up. If you have any interesting thoughts or opinions, make sure you send them to us at the Blacktastic Podcast Network at gmail.com. Um, just engage. We like engaging with you. We're all engaged. That's how we do here <laughs> at Bourbon and Border Loans. So we're going to get this started off properly today. So we have a, a, special, a special occasion. Uh-oh. Our boy Corey's about to, hit us with a, about to hit us with this recap. And you know they Corey's always the one who don't want to, he always making sure he don't want to participate and take flights. <laughs> you know, but Corey's going to bring us that recap, that recap joy of the seventh episode of this season of Queen Sugar of several centuries. Corey, take it away. All right, to recap this week's episode, this episode begins with Nova arriving for another TV appearance. This book tour is up and rolling, and this week Nova is in Philadelphia to spread the good message that is blessings and blood. While backstage prepping for the show, the producer walks in and informs Nova they have discovered some new info about her father's side of the family and would like to discuss it on the show. Nova shoots that down quickly. Clearly she knows exactly what they found or has seen similar situations play out on the Maury show and doesn't want to go that route. <laughs> During the taping of the show, we find out that Nova, who previously thought she was the last living female on her mother's side of the family, we, f- we found out she was wrong about that. And her mother's first cousin, Marva, is still roaming the bayou. Nova is super excited. All is well for the moment. After that, the next scene takes us back to Louisiana where Charlie is having a convo with a black female city council member from St. Thomas. For the second week in a row, Charlie's introductory convo does not go well. The city councilwoman informs Charlie that she has no plans on working with her because she doesn't trust her. Two weeks, two fools acting like they have better options than Charlie. I know, right? <laughs> what else are you going to do? Right, you know, like they can't see the bigger picture. Yeah, like, right, it right. got to be exhausting for Charlie. To try to convince them, right? Right. Next up, my main man, Ralph Angel, pulls up on the farm and, as I stated in previous episodes, some fly farm threads. You know what I'm saying? I don't know where he gets these cut-off work shirts from, but I could really use some for yard day. <laughs> anyway, lucky for Ralph Angel, he was fresh as hell because the feds was watching. <laughs> and it looks like they caught Benny with some drugs. 20 bags of drugs to be exact. Ralph Angel finds it a little suspicious. They randomly stop Benny and feels like this might be a setup. 
My dog, Benny, having already been through this routine, stuck to the script and denied, 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 and even put that on God. <laughs> no snuff. Yeah, for God. For God, God. right. No self-snitching here. The pig's going to have to work for this conviction. Ooh. Next, while exiting the TV gig, Nova crosses paths with her ex-boothang, Calvin. It's a small world, I tell you. Calvin is in town for a few days on some business, but informs Nova that he currently resides in the great city of Baton Rouge, my hometown. And that he's kicked his good-for-nothing wife to the curb and got a divorce. <laughs> well, he didn't actually say the good-for-nothing part, but I can tell he was thinking it. <laughs> Looks like Calvin has read the book and he's spilling it. He's the, he's the first person in the book that's happy with the book. You're right. That's true. That was the first. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> while, ga <laughs> while gazing into Calvin's eyes, it appears Nova has one of her reoccurring outbreaks of jungle fever. <laughs> I don't know how to cure regular fever, and I have no remedy for jungle fever. Not an outbreak. <laughs> Nova says we should link, tells Calvin, holler the player. <sighs> Back in St. Joe, <laughs> after on Lee's for the day, the diner is vandalized by somebody wearing a black hoodie. He did a number on the spot, breaking up stuff with a baseball bat, slashing seats, throwing stuff. The diner's in bad shape. The next day, Aunt Vi arrives to the diner, being in complete shambles, and she's obviously devastated. Her and Hollywood on a break, so he won't be coming to say the day this time. Next, we're taken to Dollar's comfy little office job, where Dollar arrives to a copy of Blood and Blessings on the seat. The book is turned to the chapter about Dollar's days as a stripper. Looks like that hot girl summer she had a few years back is coming back to haunt her. <laughs> <laughs> on the positive side, this could lead to supplemental wages performing at bachelor parties for the guys in the uh, office. <laughs> the skills she learned while pee popping on a handstand may get blue a new bike for Christmas. No. Back at Ralph Angel's house, it looks like Deisha has come through and got my dog Benny out of jail. Deisha lets Benny know that she's going to help in any way possible and that we should overcome one day. Who authorized this? Hopefully, at this point, Ralph Angel has realized that he has upgraded in a major way with Disha and never speaks to Dollar again. Don't let your past get in the way of your present, my brother. Next, we hit Charlie's house, where her and Ralph Angel are meeting with a private investigator to see if they can figure out who broke into the diner. Show sure enough, we got footage, and Charlie recognizes a man in the video. It's the consultant guy that's been working with Jacob Boudreaux. He's been lurking around, taking pictures. Also in the video is the person that actually vandalized the diner. Ralph Angel recognized him as Ignacio's son, Joaquin. Ralph doesn't want to get the police involved because they might ship little Joaquin right back to Mexico, or Mexico. <laughs> back in Philly, Nova and Calvin have a date. They eat, they shoot pool. According to Nova, it's the best day she's had in a long time. Her jungle fever seems to be worsening as the episode goes on. She may want to see a doctor or some other kind of professional. Cut to St. Joe's, where Charlie is having a meeting with the Mexican pastor, I forgot his name, Joaquin and Joaquin's mom. The little criminal claims he did it because he was threatened to send his mama back, and he also takes responsibility for throwing that brick last episode. I figured, I figured somebody did. I knew it was him. Charlie gives the little punk a pass and says she only wants to find the big fish. Next, Charlie and Jacob have a sit down in Charlie's office. I had a hard time focusing here because my boo Charlie was looking real good in this scene. I think she mentioned something about drilling for gas, the times people suffering, yada, 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 whatever, who cares? Slide in my DMs, Charlie. All right, back at the diner, little Joaquin has agreed to come through and help out at the diner to repay his debts for wrecking the place. Lots of other folks are chipping in too. The hood has come together. Today was a good day. In Philly, Nova's body has almost completely been overtaken by jungle fever, and only God can help her at this point. She tells Calvin she misses him, and she apologized for all the wrongs she did to him. 
He apologizes for having a wife at the time that always messes stuff up, <laughs> but it's just a hurdle, not a roadblock. Keep pushing, Calvin. You'll get there. Next, it looks like Charlie has initiated a protest against the highway and the gas drilling. She gives a speech. The little uppity Negro councilwoman from St. Thomas is there, <laughs> and the reverend is there. You know, Charlie always wins in the end. Next, taking my advice, Calvin kept pushing, and now he and Nova, and he, excuse me, and Nova have agreed to give it one more shot. They kiss, they probably smash, we'll be seeing more of Calvin. Lastly, the show ends with Charlie and Micah chilling at the crib. Charlie's phone starts blowing up the house phone, the cell phone. Charlie gets bad news, the mill is on fire, somebody's cutting up, episode ends. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. That, that you know a, what? That and that's, was a the re- that's your recap of the week. That, you know what? That was a recap. I actually thoroughly enjoyed that. That was a hell of a recap. I'm not sure they smashed though. I got the intention, the uh, the impression that they didn't. They like, shared a very sweet kiss. The whole point was so she we'll, was saying we'll that, that we'll she was saying that they had to wait. Right after the quick, Keith, kiss, lock, kiss. Excuse me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> it has been a long time. We're gonna get into that obviously It'll when when we get to what's coming up next. The good, the bad, and the Nova. Right here on Bourbon and Borderline. Be right back. Welcome back to Bourbon and Borderlands on the Black Tastic Podcast Network. So we are back now with the good, the bad, and the Nova. And I think this time we're going to start with the bad because there was so much bad and not that much good in this episode. And I feel like we all agree that everything good that happened kind of riffs off of the bad. So we'll talk about the bad first. So... First things first, we learned what space actually means for Hollywood and Aunt Vi, and Hollywood is actually staying with his mom. Um, it looks like throughout the whole episode, Aunt Vi is kind of playing it off to everybody else mm-hmm. who asks about where Hollywood is. She's kind of like, oh, he's at his mom's and da 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 But really, she just ain't talking to my man. What's up with that? I didn't realize that space, even if it meant them being separate physically i didn't realize that meant that they weren't going to be speaking right i think that's a lot that's wild i'm not saying that it's not valid or that's not what by needs but that wasn't what i was expecting right and i'll just say that yeah i mean there's other stuff to talk about besides you know your bedroom issues and 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 jimmy dale yeah you know um like don't they have like a business together like they have other things to talk about. We so. talked about this last week on the podcast, though. I think uh, Panama said it. Like when somebody says like they need space, like that's a it's a different thing. Like they want some physical space, not just like right. Married, but they though. can't talk. They can't. She can't call them. How married, was, hey, married, how was your day? They married business I miss partners. You. Like the yeah, stuff to discuss. Just, he he gonna show back up though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if she if she tell him he's on the way. Yeah, like, no, I think. In the space I mean, book. I mean, even the fact that. The the issue aside, the fact that they're not speaking in general, like she hasn't spoken to him, like she doesn't, like are, is she not calling him day, like daily, yeah. saying, you know, how was your day? I miss you, like none of that. They, no, I think not that, that? I think that's on her because you remember she said mm-hmm. at one point, like Jimmy Dale coming back or the man that that I never I want hate. to, t- the man I hate is making it so that the man that I love, I don't want him to touch me or something like mm-hmm. that. Like, you know, she needs real space. She's in a in a place where it's affecting everything for her and. You know, she need more than space. Like she need yeah. to be talking to a professional. Which, Which I'm guessing, you know, she, she her is, doctor yeah. thinks she said, you know, she said <laughs> her doctor thinks she has PTSD. But this was part of my advice. Like I don't know, I don't know what this is. Wasn't that a medical doctor though? 
Like uh, I think it was a medical doctor. I don't think yeah. that was like a psychotherapist. I, I, I think it was a medical doctor. Yeah, I mean, maybe she's going to get there, but, you know, older black people really don't do that stuff. Well, I predicted her last week in the evictions that her and Hollywood wasn't going to make it to the end of the season. Oh, yeah. Don't know. Yeah, I was just watch and see. Yeah, I think on. I did, too. I think I was like, I don't, watch you know, it's, it's the, the storyline I don't want to be right about, but it's that they might not make it back. You know, they... I am not going to believe that. I don't. I don't know if I, I. Granted, this is concerning. I will admit. I mean, at least that. for a couple episodes. Yeah. They're going to be on the outs. And she. I mean, here's the problem. Vi has a lot of problems. Things just. Yeah. Things just going. So not involving Hollywood in any way, shape, or form. You know, it's going to become harder and harder for her to do that. You know, luckily she has other people around her, but people ain't dumb either. You know, everybody. Yeah. Charlie was like, you know, what's going on, and you know. I don't know how far away Hollywood's mom lives, but I imagine Hollywood's gonna, <laughs> Hollywood's gonna get the word about this soon. And so right. I'm, I'm guessing exactly. Hollywood's gonna be in the next episode. Right, and the most Hollywood's mom live on the other side of town. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so he's gonna know, get like, the word uh, soon, so he'll be coming through. Yeah, uh, I think she's just gonna have to work on finding the balance between you know this strength that she wants to exude, and then actually realizing when she needs help and being okay with leaning on the people around her because she's like clinging on to this um, still strong thing for dear life and she's right. you know said it a few times to to Charlie and Ralph Angel and even Ralph Angel's looking at her like girl you're not okay like it's okay to not be okay Which I thought the hug was yeah. real nice he yeah. saw yeah. Two he, he doubled up like, yeah. he, yo, he, he came back he walk out and then was like yeah, Ralph nah Angel let me give you one more hug yeah because she's still trying to you know maintain this this unite this strength this strong you know front and it's like it's okay to not be okay yeah i mean that's kind of what i was saying a couple of weeks ago um you know i think maybe i didn't explain it in the best way maybe everybody didn't take it quite how i intended you know when i was like you know some people take black girl magic the wrong way and they like they think that it's a badge of honor to suffer it's like i'm strong because i suffer and it's like we got to get to a point where we're not normalizing the suffering mm-hmm. and we're actually taking steps to get out of when we go to a dark place, take steps to get out of that dark place. It's not just about you getting some quiet time and using your strength because you're still strong to, you know, you're going to will yourself out of it. And that's not that's not always possible. And so so the dark place and the strength that we're referencing, we're talking about um, Aunt Vi's diner being vandalized. So we kind of we kind of glossed over that and talking yeah. about her in Hollywood, but her diner was vandalized and she's been acting just emotionless about it. Really, um, she hasn't really you know shown any real. She's not. She doesn't seem bothered by it at all. But she still hasn't contacted Hollywood. Um, she got good insurance. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess I guess that's a reason to be unbothered. But still, like that's scary. Like you know, somebody coming into your personal space and and right. destroying your property like that. I can imagine that's unsettling. And for her to just be acting so, like everyone is saying, like so strong and, you know. I don't know if she, at least she's not, she's not displaying the emotion that you would think somebody would display when, you know, their life's work gets vandalized. I think that it's maybe been internalized for her to not really give time and space to, you know, feeling sad and, and, and moping and, you know, really kind of being down in a moment where you might really need to feel that. And so maybe her knee-jerk reaction is to just, you know, okay, what's the next steps? What do we do? You know, rather than kind of letting herself feel the devastation of seeing her place essentially, you know, be all but destroyed. Um so yeah, I think I don't know. I think she she just has to kind of. I mean, I, I don't, she has to get out of that that habit of 
not really allowing herself to feel the emotions that are completely valid to feel. You know, I think, the, and the people around her, I think it's worrying for them that she doesn't feel, whether it's she doesn't feel comfortable enough or doesn't feel secure enough to just kind of let herself be herself in, in those moments. Yeah. Okay. So this episode, we didn't really touch too much on the book, but there's one thing, well, too much on, too much on the effects of the book, but one person in particular was affected this episode, and that is Darla. Um, she goes to work and finds that somebody is reading about um, – Star, which is yeah, her. A fallen no. star. Yeah, not a fallen star. Allegedly. Her, everybody. Her, everybody. Everybody her in her office. And they're all acting real weird about it. So obviously they know it's about her, um, and she takes that pretty rough. Or if they don't know, she verified when she threw that book in the she trash. Yeah. <laughs> she picked that yeah. book up and tossed it in the trash. Yeah. They I were mean, definitely gossiping at the water. Yeah. Cooler. Yeah. No, it's something were. we already knew, though. Like, when Nova, mm -hmm. when Nova tried to explain herself and say, Oh no! I changed your name. I took Girl. great pains to hide your identity. My actual stripper name, right? You're gonna be good, but we knew that people knew Star around of town. They did. <laughs> you know, they and, did. Uh, you know, so like we know now that's confirmed. I mean, we already knew it though, mm -hmm. but now it's confirmed. She definitely made it hot. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Poor Darla. I mean, I I saw that scene. I was like, oh no. Yeah. Like I just felt so bad for her because you know those people that are, she's on the edge. Already. She's trying to get better. She's mm -hmm. trying to do better. She got a whole life turned around, but it don't take much to backslide. Yeah, I think I said in a previous eviction that Darla's going to need to kind of stay strong because there might be some implications for this book as far as pe people might be talking to her crazy or her job might find out. And well, what mean, does this mean for her staying track on her sobriety? Because that is a lot. That's a test for her. I think that up until now, she hasn't really had too many external temptations. And I think now it's one of those things that could very well have her backsliding. So... A stripper is an honest living, you know. It's not an illegal job, you know. She wasn't just a stripper, yeah, though. Yeah, she was, let's be clear. She was kind she of was, selling other goods. I mean, she was home. Like, let's, okay. I mean, you know, okay. call a spade a spade. Like, she was a sex worker. She was, yes. Wait, was she? 2019. I, I think so. I think that yeah. she, she had John's. That's what I, I think. Well, I yeah. thought that was, like, during, like, one of her crackhead moments when she was in the house getting smashed. But I think, like, I mean, that's how the book, that's how the chapter yeah. starts off, ain't it? Like, it yeah. talks about them pulling somebody mm -hmm. off of her. In a room, and Blue was in the corner. Yeah. When, when Ralph Angel was worried about her and looking for her, he went to the stroll. Yeah. Right. To the so, track. so I think that that's oh, what. Constitution then. Right. So I thought. So she wasn't in the club stripping. She wasn't a club stripper. I think she. I think maybe she was maybe doing she both. Could have done that too. But she I don't. Be multi -talented. I actually don't remember any mention of her stripping. I think it was I, yeah. it was particularly prostitution. Okay. All right. Oh. Well, yeah. yeah. She had a. Yeah. I guess. Oh, maybe I guess we I didn't realize it was stripping yeah. because she had a name. But I don't know. Maybe that was just. Well, prostitutes can have names too. Yeah. Right. I guess I didn't right. realize that they did. I saw did. the last no, one. No, prostitutes definitely have aliases. Yeah. I guess. I guess. Why not? Well, you do. You know what I'm saying? Like aliases. You know, lots of lots of professions require them, and. uh but the point is, I, just, I felt really bad for her. Yeah. yeah. Like, also, and she seems very isolated about it, like mm -hmm. alone with all of it. That's the right. thing that bothers me most. I and mean, you can see it. She feels, she seems like she's alone in a lot of this, even though like mm -hmm. everybody else is dealing with it. Everybody has family, but it's just her. You know, she's in. She shot call Ralph Angel. He didn't pick up. Because well, he's person. going through his own thing, right? And his whole little program is, you know. No, it's not his fault. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, yeah. she felt alone. And Ralph yeah. Angel's the only person that can kind of relate 
you know, to her or because just he's knows, in the book too. Yeah, just knows the history and, and knows her journey. That, that's her hug, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. she called him and she goes there because that's her comfort. That's her. Then that's she her. tried to, you know, talk to her new boo Leo. And, and he that get, was not it. Yeah, no. <laughs> Did we just learn his name was Liam? Because we know Leo. 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 No, no, we knew it's not Liam. It's absolutely Leo. She called my Leo Saint Clair. Come on. His name was on the caller ID on her phone when she um called him. That's all I know. It. Yeah. Yeah, so, and he gave absolutely terrible advice, or hey, at least he told her to call her super. Her I don't think. I mean, it wasn't what Darla needed in that moment. Oh I think God. she. It, it wasn't want more than what you give. I mean, he started <laughs> off. I mean, okay. he started off like it ain't that bad. It's like you know, we all go through things. Yeah, trying you know, to minimize but, it doesn't yo, really. Your ass won't always come back up at some point in life. You can't be scared of. You did it. You was out here busting it open. <laughs> Listen, oh calling God. the sponsor and with Fratia Marie. It probably ain't just going to work for Darla. Darla needs Darla need somebody. Darla needed an ear. She needed to feel loved and cared for and supported and trying to minimize. Well, he was trying to keep her. off that dope. Yeah, I don't, so he was I don't to, think the advice was bad. I just think that. That's not what she needed. He doesn't know her well enough to know what she, yeah, what she needed yeah. and was looking for in so the moment. Was, he was sticking to the script. He was like, listen, mm-hmm. call your sponsor because that's what we do. We're in the, See, we're, that's the problem. We're, we're in the program and stick to the script. Men always trying to fix shit. Anybody ask you for that? Well, hold up. No, that's he's that. trying to he, he's trying to make sure she don't relapse. You you worried about emotional issues? He's worried about drug issues. The bigger problem right. is if she gets back on this drug. He's like, cool. but me, for her maybe like her emotions that could that could take a long time to iron out. But for her maybe she that. needed the emotional support. Maybe that is what she wanted. Somebody who could provide it. She, My, she tried. She, she did. Like, she don't even like his coffee. His uh, coffee. She called Ralph Angel first. She called and then when he didn't answer, she called the next person. Silent mad old boy for looking out. To make sure, like, no, hey, we're we don't not want mad. You to relapse and get back on and here's the thing that's not who uh, she wanted it from, anyway. I mean, she doesn't really like him because the, the glue that really holds them together is this shared experience that they have about being recovering addicts, and so he doesn't really understand the emotional side of her because all they really all that really joins them together is the fact that they're both that they both have the same experience, right? What they really have is a trauma bond. That's I mean, exactly once and once she is. gets over. You know, you know, being a recovering addict and becomes to just, you know, not messing with the drugs anymore, <laughs> then, you know, she's not really going to have a real need exactly. for him. Yeah. So, you know, it's very she... surface level, kind of superficial, I think. Yeah, trauma exactly. bond's a perfect term. Like, their connection's very narrow. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, you know, it's all about being recovering addicts for them. So that's what Leo is looking, that, that's his lens. That's all he really has to that's offer, That's all he really yeah. sees. He sees a problem. He's like, "Oh, don't relapse," and that's what he cares about. Don't relapse. He doesn't care about her necessarily. You know, her relationships or her job. He's just like, "Don't relapse." Or not even that he doesn't care, but he doesn't program. really know how to to really respond priority. to that. Yeah, not that his priority is stay that's not sober. His priority, right? That's true. Well, he probably wants it to be his priority, but she ain't really letting him in that way because that's also true. You know, she doesn't seem to like, like him that like much. That. So, hey, when she get back it. on that crack, she gonna wish she had Wow. So who she really wanted to talk to was Ralph Angel, and he was busy with his own drama on the farm. Um, Apparently, um, Benny was arrested and looks like he was framed um, because he had meth. They said he had meth, but we don't do meth. Um, (laughs) We say we. Who is we? Black people. Oh, yes. I thought you meant you and Red Ralph flag Angel. number one. <laughs> 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 weird. No, we don't do that. And so, so now Ralph Angel's whole you know reentry program is being threatened um, because of this this framing. What do you guys think about that? 
I they definitely set my boy up. I know black people ain't out here selling no meth. Now, if he has some weed or some uh, ecstasy pills. Uh, or even some crack. Even some crack. <laughs> I don't, yeah, they probably doing crack in St. Joe's. Then I don't mind. You know what? Maybe like Benny. Some dippers. Right. Some because, K2. Nah, we don't even know how to make that. We're not doing that. My initial <laughs> thought was that this was a really roundabout way to kind of threaten the program because I thought if they wanted to plant some drugs, why didn't they just plant it on Ralph Angel? But then it dawned on me that Ralph Angel isn't on parole and Benny is. And so it's easier to catch him up and call into question, you know, jeopardize the program um, and and still let them know that we can touch the people that are close to you because assuming that this is still part of the Landry Boudreaux tactics to intimidate the 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 message, yeah. Go the, ahead. I'm sorry. The message wasn't subtle. Yeah. I mean, they showed up. They pulled out the bag. They dropped a boy on Ralph Angel. Mm-hmm. He sure did. Drop you know a boy. what I'm saying? He dropped a boy right on him. And you and know, told him your cameras ain't working no more. Yeah. Right. Basically. Right. I, yeah. They I, I think they had something camera. to do with that. Yeah. 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 They, they made sure. Ralph Angel said you know? that. I think. Of you know. Of course they did. Of course they did. Yeah. I was gonna say. You know. Actually, what you just said is odd to me because. Whether or not Ralph Angel's on parole or not, that boy gets stopped with uh, 20, uh, 20, 20 bags of meth. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, they're going to jail. You don't need parole for that. Yeah, no, they're getting Ralph a, Angel out the paint. But then I think maybe that just jeopardizes Ralph Angel and maybe somebody else can run the program. But maybe the goal is to call and to question the whole program. And if you have this program that's supposed to be helping, you know, parolees re-enter in society and be productive members and one of your members of your program is back to, you know, they old shit. Maybe that's why the program is under review. Are the tactics, you know, yeah. efficient? Whatever it is that they got going on, why, why are the yeah. members of your program going back to right. these old or behaviors? So maybe getting Ralph Angel wasn't enough. So it does. It doesn't seem like they're trying to go all the way with their scare tactics. Like they just trying to like they on like level one of scare, of scaring. Mm-hmm. So they gonna yeah, like they we'll, on we'll, the early stages. Yeah, we'll scare the people around you. Yeah. We'll do some light stuff. We'll throw a brick through the window, not throw a brick directly at you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like next week the brick may be coming at you. you know, right. So. Next week, no. Nah, next week it's a it's a garbage truck running to your. Car or right, like yeah, yeah. So we're on, they're on stage wild. one of intimidation right now. Where they, where they work with the mills on fire. <laughs> well, here we are. But then if that don't work, they got up the you know got up the scare tactics. Yeah, that's a fact. All right, so <laughs> Hank Miller, free Benny, free Benny, he out, but free Benny. T-shirts on the way. Yeah, <laughs> along Absolutely. with our Charlie Board, along for City Council T-shirts. We just waiting. Don't and some pens. You can find that at the Black pa- Black Tastic Podcast Network website. Free Benny T-shirts. Wow. You can't find them. Cannot the find them. <laughs> They're <laughs> not there. We gotta start. We gotta get some merchandise. Can we get a shirt with my picture on it? Sure. Hashtag Corey. Okay, so Hank Miller. <laughs> um, Hank Miller is the or, or the, the quote unquote consultant um, for Jacob Boudreau. Um, we we find out this episode that he actually works for Old World Energy. Old World Energy is a company that is looking to uh, start some fracking in St. Joe's. Sound like some corruption. Exactly. Old World Energy. Hmm. Um, apparently, there's some natural gas in St. Joe's, and that's what this whole highway business is about. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we find out that Hank, this Hank Miller guy is kind of responsible for the vandalism that has been going on with um, Vice Shop and, you know, throwing the brick through Charlie's campaign headquarters because he actually paid someone to do it and threaten them. The someone that he paid was Joaquin, who is actually Ignacio's son. This is a whole just circle of mess um, that this Hank Miller is behind. What, Corey? Mm, nothing. <laughs> it's Ignacio. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, this dude was there at the raid. Yeah. If you recall, when Charlie stepped outside, he was there looking from behind the bus or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, so he's orchestrating this whole thing. He's orchestrating Ignacio, Ignacio's son. Um, you know, he's really trying to get to Charlie, really trying to get to the get to the border loans and, and, you know, get the advantage because they want this. They want the highway yeah. and they want their they want their fracking. He must be real low level at old world energy if they actually sent him to physically be Take out the there pictures. scoping out the scene, so- taking pictures. Sounds like spying. we need the highway and my boy Trump's wall. That would have eliminated we all of these problems. Don't need uh, two things. Either. One, I think Hank is probably kind of high level. He's the dirty man. He's the enforcer. Yeah, like, he would just like, take I, feel, I feel like yeah. Yeah, he's the one who knows yeah. where all the bodies are buried. Yeah. He's burying himself. So he might be the man. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I mean, he he, he he got that type of time to be out there up. sitting outside of buys, prize pies, taking pictures. It's like in every organization, oh, the yeah. person that you don't really know much about is the one out there doing all the dirty work. He's he, the one he hiring breaking. people. If he was yeah. low level, he would have did it himself. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. the he's, he's the, the one, one who does the dirty. exactly. But I'm just saying, the actual VP, President, CEO of Old World Energy, ain't about to be the one sitting outside of buys, prize pies. You know, dude's head of security or something. You know, he perhaps, has some type of thing perhaps. like that. Yeah, right. He has one of those kind of that. titles where he's one of those people. But I guarantee my man gets paid in briefcases. Probably. And, uh, he's out Probably. here. He's out here living his best life. Yeah. And, right. Right. That's, absolutely. That's and and uh, by the way, uh, anything Corey says uh, that sounds like <laughs> a political statement that nobody in their right mind would support. <laughs> Get that wall up, man. Get it, get it, Nacio and Joaquin Don't do out this, of here. Let it mess up on Bias' beautiful diner. You know what I'm saying? We was over there eating them good pies. Uh, I'm sure she had like a uh, pumpkin pie, pecan pie, cherry pie. Joaquin and messed all that up. Get that wall up. Okay. So what so. I will say <laughs> is I I actually commend uh, Charlie and Ralph Angel. I guess Ralph Angel was the one to spearhead it, but for deciding to really get to the bottom of it themselves before just automatically going to the police because yes. that's the really that's the only way that they were able to, to get the out. information that they got and find out you know who was actually the one that is really behind these attacks because at the end of the day if Joaquin had turned down you know the bribe if he decided to not take the threat that they made against his family seriously all they would have done was find somebody else to do it so getting him locked up and further fracturing their family doesn't really solve anything so I can appreciate Charlie why do you care about the family of people who do well, bad it, things to you it's not like it's just somebody they off the street yeah. though they're, they're connected to this family Ignacio worked they, they, on the they, farm no, they're your employee that's not a connection it's not the family <laughs> Does bad things to you. They connection. were threatened. They did this out of out cousin. of desperation. They, they it's are, not like employees. But if you actually, if you are an employer that does actually care about your employees, does then, that exist? Yes, yeah. I, I think like so. that they were level headed. I like yes. that they went, that when they got information, they were like, let's talk to them. You know, mm-hmm. when they found out it was Ignacio's son, they was like, well, let's get him in here and see what he has to say. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was sorry, and he was giving up names. Mm-hmm. He was giving up. Oh, because he snitched, then it's all good. <laughs> well, yeah. Was I, mean, I mean, he didn't really snitch. He, it was the they, right they, play, though, they right? They saw. They, they had photographic evidence. It wasn't the right evidence. play? Like, seeing how it worked out, though. Wasn't it the right play? Nah, so the right play is to, when you get information, to go to the authorities and let the authorities do their job, man. But we don't trust the authorities at this point. We know St. Joe's authorities. But, but nah, but not, but like trying to circumvent the authority, authorities can go the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? You got to let the police do their jobs. They didn't lose anything by not deciding to send this boy to the police and then further fracturing this family that is already injured. Where is his penalty for, you know what I'm saying, for doing wrong? 
He got to clean up. Not the, sweeping uh, up floors. He got to clean up floors. Listen, listen, listen. Oh, that week. is light. This is a little. This is I a little kid. I think it was a lesson learned. He's he not a little kid. He is a little kid. Big. He, he's he a gotta little be. A, oh, he's definitely in high school. Wait, he was definitely in high school. You think he deserves jail? I think he deserves real. Because you know that's. But you know that's what they gonna do. All they about to do is lock him up, and that's no skin off of the. He may. If he don't have his paperwork, he may need to go back where he came from. He's a kid whose family was threatened. This he was, is pure he was, nonsense. It, yeah, it's crazy. Exactly. Exactly. How is this pure nonsense? Hold up. Wait, wait. You don't want to hold him? Wait, hell no. You don't want to hold him accountable? Panama, Corey, y'all are tight. <laughs> that don't work. Where that work at? Where that work at where you get to Panama. vandalize my, 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 my life and then I'm going to come and chat with you Panama, about it? You get out of here. I do have children. Multiple. Exactly. If Corey had kids and one of his kids did something crazy... Would you go straight to the police or would you come to Corey first? Well, before this conversation, I would go straight to Corey, but apparently I got to send his children to jail, <laughs> to jail. Right. in order to make sure they get on scare straight. You know, Let me tell you something. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Real, real life, hold up. My car was stolen last week. If I found out one of y'all kids did it, I'm calling the police. <laughs> I'm not about to negotiate with you. I don't want to know why you did it. If you find out one of my kids did it, we need to be putting them on. Because my, my kids are six and four, so. Straight up. I'm going to call out my kid, stole your car. You'd be like, I'm going to give you a heads up. What's happening? No, yeah. mm. and you you would come over to my house. You would come over to my house. But you don't work from. That's just their employee. That's not their friend. But it's a small it's a small business, right? Ignacio you have a relationship. Like, and it's they developed like, a relationship beyond uh, the mill because they have this clinic where let they're me actually find out trying my coworker to kids stole my car. <laughs> We're not talking about nothing. <laughs> we'll at the end of this. the day, they okay. recognize that there were bigger Nine powers at play. It's and, a nonsense. Yeah. And so the mill is on fire. Right. <laughs> the roof, the roof Moving is on, on fire. The mill is on fire. And so um, we, we need water. To... We can't let this. <laughs> Go ahead, say it. I already said that for us. So, so the mill is on fire, and we were trying to figure out, you know, what is Charlie's stake in this mill? We know that she's emotionally invested because, of course, it's like a family, you know, a family business, and you know, a lot of the black families, all of the black families, use that mill to, you know. Do whatever they do to their sugar cane. Stack that paper code. <laughs> I don't know the process, but they use it. Yeah. Um, so what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I mean, it's not clear exactly what her, her professional or business investment is in the mill at this time. You know, she, yeah. she mentioned something about divesting. Uh, you know, we know that she sold the mill earlier uh, in the series uh, to the Landry Boudreaux's. So now... What are the consequences for the mill burning down? What are the consequences for Charlie, for the mill burning down? Like we know that people that she cares about do business at the mill. Mm -hmm. They have that. They have their sugar. They have their cane processed at the mill. Mm -hmm. But won't there be other options? I don't. I don't know. But she was very upset. So I think the consequences are probably dire. I just you know not sure. I I see. I definitely think this is clearly another one of the Landry Boudreaux tactics to intimidate the board of loans another thing that i was wondering though aside from you know trying to hurt hurt charlie or trying to intimidate her because she's in the race i was wondering because i think in a conversation that jacob and charlie were having earlier in the in this episode he mentioned something about sugarcane essentially not essentially sugarcane and and the mill the mills not necessarily being the wave no more and that's why they hopped on this bandwagon of you know, the highway and the fracking, yada, yada, yada. Right. And so I wonder if 
by getting rid of the queen sugar mill, if they're not, if they're no longer going to be using their mills, I don't know whether or not that's true, but if by getting rid of the queen sugar mill, that also removes any other option for the black farmers to essentially, you know, mill their cane. And so maybe that's a tactic to further devalue the land, further essentially yeah, because in theory they could just yeah. close the other mills. They exactly. Just close the other mills. exactly. Yeah. They don't. They don't have to do they can close it. Right. Yeah. And if they, they get ri- exactly, and if they get rid of Queen Sugar, um, you know that essentially removes any opportunity for these black farmers to mill their cane, and then there's no real use for this land. And so, what? What at that point? What's the barriers to this highway and and them, you know, drilling on this land? So exactly. I feel like it might be a, a bigger, a bigger tactic here. This reminds me. Of Club 559 in Atlanta. It was a famous spot that we all used to go party at. No, no it, it actually five plays nine. in. 559 went up in flames. Uh-huh. And allegedly it was some insurance stuff involved. Whatever. I don't know. The owner maybe wanted to get rid of it. All I know is that bad boy's like a dollar general now. Not a dollar really? general. And it shut down. And my man sold. He got the insurance payout. The business sold. 559 never opened again. Mm. And that was the spot. Yeah, yeah those but you know really what? fun Oddly dangerous times. They were. But you know what? It wasn't. Well, I get my point is a fire ended a business that maybe the business owner wanted to end. Wanted it to Mm. end. You know what I mean? And it turned into something else that maybe for the company and maybe for all parties involved is more profitable. Yes. I don't know if Charlie divesting her shares in Landry Enterprises, you know, somehow transferred ownership of Queen Sugar back to her. But either way, it's not looking good for for Queen Sugar. RP 559. And, and potentially Queen Sugar Mill. Yeah, yeah. And so, Shout outs. So speaking of Charlie, she tried to have a conversation with a councilwoman from the St. Thomas Parish, and that mm. also did not go well, similar to the conversation that she had with the pastor no, last no. week. And it seems like, I, I, I think I lied earlier when I said that, you know, the implications of the book were not showing for anyone else but Darla, but actually this book is kind of, you know, affecting Charlie's credibility and her reputation when she's dealing with, you know, people who she's trying to get into business with. Yeah, nobody gets where Charlie's coming from. Yeah. Which is it's stupid, dog. Though. Like, this is dumb as hell. Yeah, it's, it's, Everybody's very noble. Yeah, it's really, it's really a <laughs> prominent morally, theme of the show, right? Very attached Themes, to their moral compass. You know, Charlie's got schemes. Charlie's doing her thing. But everybody doesn't seem to get it. They don't get the big picture. It's Which gotta, is dumb as hell. I mean, Charlie's tired of it. It's got to be exhausting, right? Like, because she's every trying time, to help you yeah, out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Every time she brings something up or every time she does something, people are coming at her with, like, the worst possible take on it. Right. It's like, y'all seen it through the worst possible lens. Like, there's but, no way you can see dude, where, but we it. Dude, no, in this case, she was trying to get the highway back into St. Thomas yeah. where they wanted it originally. And this woman's like, no, I don't no, want to work with you. No, she had a legit question. Yeah. She was like, she, her, her I'm question trying was to get you. No, 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 her question was legit. She's like, look, somehow you telling me that y'all don't want to, that we lost a, a highway to y'all, that y'all claim y'all didn't want in the first place. And now I'm giving it back to you. And now you're telling me you're trying to bring it back over here. Something doesn't seem right. And all she said, her, her ask was, you find out the real reason all this happened, mm-hmm. and then we can talk. What did Charlie go do? Find, find out the, the real reason this happened. Now they hollering at each other. No, the, 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 the hesitancy. Like, you, don't like have no, what, you don't have no better option. Why the hesitancy but, to work with me? Well, two things. First, Let's work together First, here. Charlie was invested with the Landrys, and that was another point that she raised. And so as far as she knows... Who's to say this isn't another ploy by the Landrys to further, you right. know, get some shit tied up? And I was going to, and then the second thing is, we as as viewers have more institutional knowledge of how all Queen of Sugar. this went down. Mm-hmm. We know things that people who don't know Charlie and the Bordelones 
don't know. So we know the motives. We know why the whys and the hows and 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 all of the other the background deeds. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But Councilwoman from St. Thomas don't know none of that. Oh, and no. so she, I think she... she swears w- she knows, though. She don't ask questions. It, it, it's, it's not like she well, said, she Charlie, did. I got some questions for you. Yeah. She's like, no, I know you, Charlie Bordelon. Right. I, don't I can't trust you. you. Yeah, I can't trust well, you. Her sister I'd rather have my uh, somebody yeah. else. I read the book. Her own, yeah. It's her own sister right. who wrote a tell-all book. Get and I mean, here. as far as the neighborhood is concerned, Charlie's new to St. Joe's. Nova isn't, and so and Nova still has a lot of reverence in that community, as far as everybody else knows. And yeah. so, as far as whose word they're taking, they don't have any reason to trust Charlie over Nova. Sure. And so, no, uh, Charlie is in a position where she's having to earn these people's trust, and she's running for office. People gonna come for yeah, her. Yeah, she, yeah. She, Dude, you remember she'll that be fine. first time Charlie got outed? She was like. So your sister isn't a valuable resource exactly. on you? What is she supposed to say to that? Like, I mean, listen, I'm just saying, I understand that the councilwoman from, from St. Thomas, she got some questions, but she came to Charlie with an action plan. Yeah. You find out, and Charlie was like, boom, got you. She did have a toot, and I admit, as far as you know, me being a little bit of a Charlie stan, I ain't like the toot, but I get it. I get it. I really do. <laughs> nah, I, I don't get it, man. And now they're wearing T-shirts together at the exactly. end of the Exactly. All the so, Because Charlie always wins. Like but we'll get there. ain't stupid. Yeah. Exactly. We'll and, so, and so that moves us into the good, saying that she actually eventually came around just and like decided the, just to like support. Just like the reverend, like the pastor. And decided yeah. to support the cause because, like Panama said, Charlie did do her do her digging and found out you know, what the tea was mm-hmm. and relayed that information. And now everyone's all on the same page. And the St. Thomas Parish and the St. Joe's Parish are now working together right. in a silent protest with the little T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Charlie gave the speech. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hands across St. Joe's. Hands across. You know, <laughs> everybody, everybody's kumbaya. Yeah, I will say this. I got I to gotta, I gotta take one point from Charlie, though. Oh, Charlie man. did not have to do Jacob that way and show him that she was playing him for a fool. She could have continued to use him mm-hmm. like yeah. a patsy. Like, yeah. like doing that puts him on notice to never speak to her again. Why'd yeah. she give the game away like yeah, that? she yeah. gave the this game away. She, she was a little flirty. Mm. She bent over the desk. Oh, she, oh ooh, bro, that was my favorite moment. Let's let's hold That was my favorite moment. My man, my man <laughs> definitely was like, what? Ooh, yeah. ooh. I paused that for a moment and went to... Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. Oh, Go ahead. Okay. You know <laughs> I mean, maybe, t- I, I, I don't know, maybe to Jergen. her credit. It seemed like she got a little arrogant is all I'm saying with, with, with doing it. It was unnecessary. He gave her all the tea without mm. knowing yeah. that, without knowing that she didn't know anything. She yeah. could have continued to use him in her back pocket that way. Yeah. That's yeah. True. I yeah. mean, maybe as far as she's concerned, she don't need him, don't want to work with him no more. Uh, she's going to definitely war. need him. She probably, yeah. It, it yeah, probably was going to help win the election at some point. Yeah. I yeah. imagine. Well, they compete against each other. No, but I'm so. saying she's going to need him to like. At, at some point, having him in her back pocket could force mm. him to drop out. And now yeah. she yeah. might have made an actual right. enemy yeah. out of him too, because he said, "You're not about to be playing me like that." Right. So Especially he's knowing not that he's not even. Yeah, he's, not. he's not even the mastermind. Like he's, he's not, not even. Yeah. He's not really against it. Like he don't even want to do this shit. Right. He's not really into all of it the way his family is. He's not really pissed at everybody. Jacob's just like, man. Now even you, I can't even trust you. Yeah. Like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that was a bad thing that I love turned you, to girl. <laughs> that turned to good. So more good. You know, I found myself throughout this episode, well, in the beginning of the episode, asking, where was Disha? Where has Disha been? Mm-hmm. So we see Disha, and she was all up on my man again. Mm-hmm. Um, That's she, your man. Move on. You're a hater. Um, she she came to save the day. She actually got Benny out of jail. Mm-hmm. And also Free another Benny. thing to note, she and Ralph Angel were very like extra. Like it seems like they're like in a relationship now. 
um, by their, you know, by their conversation and by. They went on like, a picnic. What you I think? Mean, that means it's official. I thought that, that, that point? you know, some some things have happened in St. Joe's while we weren't watching, mm-hmm. and apparently they are now like mm-hmm. a thing. Well, they, we date now. We adversity thing. brings people together too, though. That's so they true. they feeling like mm-hmm. extra hormonal and whatnot. Like that kiss was mad passionate. I didn't really appreciate. If it. I go to Bed Bath and Beyond and get a picnic basket for you, we go together. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, Charlie has Charlie? gotten a picnic basket before because yeah, he knows go. where to get them. Charlie Corey we gets go picnic together. baskets from Baby Anthony. Yeah, you know, Deisha's mm. definitely, at least she seems to be all in, and even in her motivation of Ralph Angel when they find out about the the police's efforts to maybe, you know, review his program. She's like, we not letting this happen. Mm, we, I told y'all, Deisha was a champ. I said Deisha was a winner. I know, you know, hold up. You was team yeah. dollar. All of y'all was team we're dollar. We're not Diane. We're not, not team dollar. Oh, hell no. I'm not, team. Be on team dollar now. Right now. Be on team dollar right now. Wits, 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 We like Deisha. We think that she's good and cute and all of that. But at the end of the day, I would still like to see Ralph Angel with Team Rala. Listen, the Deisha fall from from relationship grace is going to happen. Like, it's, Mm -hmm. she's not as prominent a role as you would think for somebody that's really out here like numero uno boo. Exactly. And maybe she just busy because she at work. And she got like a real job. She a lawyer, bro. But I also think, like, it is true. They went from what we saw as being a couple on the verge to Courting. like genuine, like this is us. It's a us versus them attitude. Now that happens in adversity when they're coming mm-hmm. together for these reasons, like you just really all in the in, in the trenches together. But Darla ain't going nowhere, man. Like Ralph Angel loves that girl. He cares. That was I her would, first phone call. I will jump in wrong. the show and slap the hell out of Ralph Angel if he go back to Darla. I will show up on screen and, <laughs> on screen. and, and knock all the hell out of Ralph Listen, Angel. Listen, Tevin Campbell got in there. Maybe we can get you <laughs> on screen. If he go back down that path, baby, play his conscience. I am not here for it. Hell more, no. More of Deisha's good was you know her professional competence. Mm-hmm, I mean, she really yeah. came through as a defense attorney, yeah. understanding the Lawyer system and what her element. Yeah, what needed to be done. You know, for Benny and and, and for Ralph Angel's uh, program, so you know, Deisha came through with her, you know, with with what she adds. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She, she you know, she's a, a professional. She's a she's a lawyer, and she works in that space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I like Deisha a lot. I mean, I I've liked her since day one. Yeah, same. Um, a lot of mixed messages going on. This I know mixed messages. Wild hater. I don't know if y'all. We like can that. like Deisha and still be Team Rala. Mm. Yeah, but she. I, I agree. Oh, with so y'all want Ralph to be a player? That's not, that's not what we said. Which one, you want, which one do you want to pick? Lots of projections we here. If like, you were Ralph Angel, which one would you pick? I'm not Ralph Angel. I would follow my if, heart. Bro, situation. That sounds like an adviction. Okay. <laughs> Next segment. Next segment. Right, so, <laughs> so uh, are we done with Deisha? Are you done? I'm done with Deisha. Okay. Shout out to Deisha. Free Benny. All right, and so the last good thing I'll know is it was really good to see, you know, the the parish of St. Joe's come together and kind of help um, Vi out with cleaning up her shop. We saw um, Pastor Martinez and, you know, some others. Sorry. (laughs) And some others from the community coming together to help. So that was really good that people, you know, kind of banded together for Aunt Vi and. Um, Charlie mentioned that you know that's that's what St. Joe's does. So I thought that was a really beautiful thing to see, um, especially for Aunt Vi who doesn't like to show you know her weakness, but everybody needs a little help sometimes. So my question about that is this: They all came together to put that restaurant back together. Mm-hmm. Does everybody eat there? Like, uh, is this the first time the communities have come together? It, it might be. Like the, it's like it was mostly black people that eat yeah, there. Pastor Martinez never had one of them pies. Oh, he never been on that side of town. Nah, he never been on that side of town. He never been on that side of town. Just like he said to but Charlie. When Jimmy Dale showed up 
at in St. Joe's. He went to the hotel. It was a white woman that was like, oh, that's Aunt Vi's prize pies and mm-hmm. and diner or whatever. Like, that's you got to go eat there. Like, that's not just a place for black people. She got carry out. She don't eat there. When it was the high yellow, maybe it was just a black folk spot. But apparently, Aunt Vi's prize pies and diner is like a spot. Maybe it's I, one of the little tourist traps, you know? Damn, Jimmy Dillon yeah, came back. I can't, maybe she needs to sell some flouses. <laughs> Perhaps. Yep. <laughs> Perhaps they okay. can add flowers yeah. to them. Why would that be helpful? But uh, I think it's reaching out to listen, reach both, out, side, man, both sides of the track. Listen, I was just gonna see how racist you were gonna be. Bridge, bridge and the First game. Off, I'm not racist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a racist bone in my body. Okay, Trump. <laughs> he has black my friends. Man. He has Mexican right. friends. You know, my <laughs> best friend is Latinx. <laughs> so <laughs> I just know. think this is a signal of the coalition that Charlie is trying to build between the black community and the Latinx community in St. Joe's. And so you can see even her, with her first call when she found out about Joaquin being to Pastor Martinez to kind of, you know, facilitate that conversation and him coming through in the clutch with, you know, helping on I mean, political gamesmanship. I didn't fully understand why he was there. It was kind of Al Sharpton y. It was political gamesmanship. I mean, man. I think he's a part of it now. I have Charlie. Somebody that can help Char- with this. Now, listen, nah, he was acting funny Charlie last episode. No shots to Al Sharpton. I voted for Al Sharpton. I'm just and saying. What? Man, <laughs> he ran for president. I have questions. We'll take I mean, offline. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Nobody else voted for Al Sharpton? I wasn't. I, 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 I voted think for I was Obama. Eligible. That's, he was that's he what was I was eligible. eligible to vote. Yeah, I don't know that I was eligible to vote. I don't know what election. Y'all was old. I voted for Trump. No, Don't do this. No, he didn't. He did Just not record, do that. Absolutely I know, not. as a matter of fact, he did not. Do not get this. We were told y'all, Corey, Corey wall, don't troll y'all, know, but he's trolling y'all today. I know Joaquin needs to be on the other side of that wall. No. <laughs> okay, well, at the end of the day, it was nice to see everyone come together to help Anvai get her diner back in shape. So, on to the Nova. Uh, we actually started out the episode with Nova, and it was interesting to me, funny to your girl, how <laughs> Nova was just so adamant about not having you know, her, her lineage included in the show without her consent when her whole book was without anyone's consent. I was not understanding. Isn't it nice to be able to co- provide consent it is. before somebody puts your deep, dark Ooh. secrets out on blast? Listen, and what do you think she knows? I don't know. They better tell us. I think one of her. Fa- I think I think one of her family members is a Landry. Mm. I really do. I think somewhere. I mean, it's it's St. Joe's. So it's small. It ain't it's a huge small, place. You're right. Like Where somebody could it be, though in the family. And it's, 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 it's on the father's side. It's on, it's so, on Ernest's side. It's on Ernest's side. So look. Grandpa, great grandpa, or something like where could we go with that? I don't, I don't know. know. Is somebody not somebody real daddy? Yeah. Somebody not somebody. Yeah. But she, somebody what she said was we are not including this. Like it was very specific. Or maybe yeah. Aunt Vi yeah. not yeah. real. Her not, and, and Nova are not half white, so they nah uh, they they black. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, think it's necessarily a white relative. Direct, I um, think somebody maybe Aunt Vi not really. Ernest's sister. Yeah. The key though is though she knows what it she was. Knows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She yeah. knows. Yeah, it was. Because she was like, "Nah, we yeah, not yeah, doing yeah. it." Yeah, she knew instantly. Yeah. She's like, "Oh hell no!" Yeah. yeah, I don't think it was new information at all. Like yeah. the stuff on the show was new information that mm-hmm. was not brand new to her, and she was like, "Nah, this out." But I too thought that was very ironic that she all of a sudden. She actually said, yeah. "I mentioned we only gonna talk about my matrilineal my side." side of, yeah, mm-hmm. which I I've never heard the word matrilineal. Me, in my life, me by neither. The way. I was like, "Oh, that's a new word." I had to Google that. I was like, "What does that mean?" Context clues. And she was so adamant also that she was the only living um, relative, relative, female, female, female relative, relative on her mom's side. Mm-hmm. The last, the last female relative. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. But she was happy to be wrong. She yeah. was. Which, which, cool. which is cool. Which like, is so good. I look forward yeah. to 
So a reunion? That. Well, actually, I thought it was interesting how the 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 gentleman who was doing the whatever hosting the said Lineages. they used to be as close as like sisters, mm-hmm. and then they fell out somehow. So how that? So happened. I wonder what that is like. And he like also said she didn't want to come on the show. He said she right. was she won't she be here today. Free, yeah. Like she's yeah. kind of. So I'm wondering if there's that has more there. To do. Like somehow. Oh yeah, these last episodes might get might get interesting. Like maybe it's just in their jeans being trash. You know what I mean? Like they just some something her mama did. Split them up in a way. Or vice versa. Or vice versa. The women always cause a problem, so she probably slept with Ernest. Well, there's two women here. There's two women. I'm saying the auntie probably slept with Ernest. Well, well, I was going to say, the the thing is that I'm not even saying that's wrong, because if you remember, like, True did not want, like, Ernest, that was Ernest's true love, right? Uh But she didn't want to commit to him. It was like she didn't want to, like, she was just busy doing her own thing. thing. And that's how he ended up with Charlie's mom. Because remember, the big reveal was we all thought, basically, he cheated. Mm -hmm, Turns out, he got married. Charlie's mom was his whole wife and everything. That was like a whole life he had. And... So who knows? It could that that story mm-hmm. was never yeah. fully fleshed out. It could have been yeah. anything. Is so it maybe, Ralph Angel's parentage? Is you know, it? I maybe, don't know. Yeah. Maybe don't Ernest know. was out here laying low and spreading it wide, honey. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Hey, I was told in shootouts you stay low and keep firing. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, so there you go. Wow. You know. Anyway, that's what I was told. That to. happened. All right. So just so now. what, Corey? That's how I was told that just now by Panama. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Biggie told me that in like '90. Keep extra clips for extra shit. Who's yeah, that was, I mean, that was like 97. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Not familiar with that lyric? Mm. Anyway. <laughs> so last week, we it was revealed to us that Calvin was actually mentioned in the book. And lo and behold, look who shows up. Jeez. None other than Calvin. White Lightning. Um, it's revealed that he is. <laughs> it's revealed that he is divorced now. And he read the book, and he's actually really in the book he calls it fantastic to be and brave. Yeah. fantastic yeah. and brave he and he called it. he called her the love of his life mm. okay and, and he said that she said that he was her love the love in of the her book life. and she yeah. clarified she that she said she's, he, he was might possibly be. the love of her life mm. and so she invited him for lunch and so they go from there yeah they clearly still had chemistry and sparks you know uh oh, sparks was flying <laughs> right nova's like this is my best day in a long time. long time you know she was open and honest with him um, you know, no, generally was a salad in some in some pool. Hey, mm-hmm. Best day in a long time. That was the best day. Well, in she long had, time. Well, she having a lot of bad days, so it's easy for uh, a day to be her best day in a long time. She she ain't having a lot of good days, but this has something special to do with Calvin. I just have one question. What's that? For the duration of this tour, Noah been laying it low and spreading it wide. <laughs> every tour stop. It every every stop. tour stop. When you got hoes in different area so codes, just, it happened like that. So I just want to know. So I just want to know how long, how many tour stops this thing with Calvin is going to last. Well, next to us, that might be a different person. Well, I don't know. Calvin got a job. Calvin yeah. is right. Calvin went back to Baton Rouge. Pulling yeah. a doctor, Octavia. They're going to have to be like, when we get when you get back home, we're going to yeah, see where we'll, this goes. Meanwhile, we'll circle back. you know, Nova about to be sticking to moving wherever she goes. It seems right like when Nova hits up, uh, because I remember her city is Boston, Atlanta, New York, Chicago, uh, New Orleans. I don't know maybe, you know, like, she, yeah. got, she got a little boo thing yeah. everywhere. I say it also um, kind of gave a little bit of, point of reference to how much time has passed because she also mentioned to Calvin that she feels like she lost her family and now that the weeks have turned, turned into, into months. months yeah. I'm like, mm, how much time actually has passed since right. you know she left St. Do y'all feel any different about her sleeping with a married man now that you find out that it was like real serious love involved? 
We knew they were already though. I, I we do knew feel it, differently because we knew they were close. I mean, I don't feel differently close because closer than in, in life partners. Like they feel like they don't want they to each end other. Up married. You shouldn't find yeah, that out when like somebody's married. Of, but they said I'm the love of you, the love of my life. If somebody's married, there's no way you should be finding that out. But if the, if a person happens to be the love well, of your no, life, she and somebody can find else got that to, out. He, he shouldn't be finding that out. That's that's different. But if he shouldn't find that out, neither should she. Like there shouldn't be a way for her to find that out. If you're married, how she find? How she know? No, I'm just saying, like in her case. You know, she met somebody. He should have fell back. He didn't. They right. fall in love, and you know things go terrible. Well, they don't actually because he's he feels like he's better now. He made the right mm-hmm. decision. Like he shouldn't have been there in the first wife. place right. because he actually met the love of his life. Exactly. And you know, like it was. He thought he was there when he found his wife. Turns out it wasn't. They got a divorce. So his wife is probably in a better place now because probably, he's, he's in a better place, and and Nova's not. Like they traded places. Like they traded hairstyles. You know, like, okay, you know, Calvin used to rock the shave side and now Nova does. I, I mean, mean, we don't know that's that. Indicative, that's indicative <laughs> of where you are in life. We you're, don't know that. You're not doing too good to shave the side of your head. <laughs> we don't know that Calvin is doing oh so great. Cause he got his end, own business. He has his own. I mean, and Nova's doing amazing professionally, too. And her life is still in shambles. Yeah. So we don't know that he's doing oh so Calvin much better. Calvin smiles a lot right now. Well, that's Calvin, he smiles he, a lot around Nova. Well, he said he was happy, though. Calvin actually is like, I'm, you know, like. He seems like he is in a better place. He's yeah. moved. He's he's left his marriage. He left his job. He's doing. You know. He's he discovered he's a business person. Like mm-hmm. he he found made he's, like he said he found us. I made these discoveries about me. You know. I've basically been learning about who I am, and I think that ends up breeding happiness because you find out who you really are. Right. Mm-hmm. Nova's just putting everybody else's business out there. Mm-hmm. So I I feel like Calvin is probably in a better place than Nova is in terms of his happiness. So I don't know that they're going to work out because I feel like Calvin is probably more ready than she is for mm. whatever it is she said that she they're scared. talking about. They're ready to try out. She That's said true. she was scared, so we Who ain't scared? Yeah, she was scared. He was broken. Like, you know, they really shared feelings. <laughs> yeah, Nova said that their last bond. little... I learned that word today. <laughs> that their last little saga almost broke her. He was like, nah, it broke me, sis. I was broke. So Dang. I'm glad that he's... Put the pieces of himself back. I do together. want to point out that he pronounced on um, Violet like a white man. Well, he was. She was, he was like, are. "So wait, everybody's mad at me, even Aunt Violet." <laughs> did he say Aunt? Did he say Aunt? No, he's a, he did say yeah, Aunt. White people did say Aunt. Well, no, well, he's from down south. We, I, I don't know when you Northerners gonna learn that white people down south speak a lot like us black folks down you know, south do. They I, eat the I same things that, we do. Though, because the word literally says Aunt. How do you say Aunt? Dude, people say auntie. People right. Say, no, say, people say, say auntie. Yeah. I say auntie. Yeah, my I, I, my I aunts A-T, down A-T, south A-T, are auntie. Yeah. Okay. Which is I why. Heard I, I haven't heard that word pronounced in two different ways. I can different understand different that. I'm trying to tell y'all people look down south. A-T, white people look black people do a lot of the same things, man. We eat the same food. I trust a white woman make potato salad differently than I would up here. In the south? Yeah, that's true. That word is pronounced in a lot of different ways. Okay, I can understand all those, but aunt, I just don't The ant pronunciation. I just can't. prefer to be called aunt. Whatever. Well, that concludes the good, the bad, and the Nova, and we will be right back with the addictions. So welcome back to Bourbon and Borderlands on the Black Tastic Podcast Network. We're at the segment where we like to give our addictions. That's advice plus predictions. Uh, this week, uh, Janae's going to start us off. Oh, that's deep. I wasn't even ready. Um, Surprise. Right. Surprise. So my advice slash prediction is for Ralph Angel. 
And that is going to be essentially to make a decision. I think that right now things are going really, really well with Adisha. It's, you know, they seem to be very much so in like with each other and they're working together on all of these. Yes, and like, I don't know if they're in love, but there's definitely some chemistry and a connection there. But I think that as Darla is clearly you know, coming up on some sort of internal struggle and seeing that Ralph Angel is still very much so her person, she is probably going to be demanding, not necessarily like actually demanding, but she is going to be needing some support from him. And I think that that's still very much so a weak spot for him. And I think that that's very much going to pull at his heartstrings. And I think that's going to be a point of contention for Disha, who at least to my knowledge at this point, has not had any real communication or meeting or, you know, FaceTime with Darla up to this point. And I don't know how that's going to go because if they do continue to get more serious, they are going to have to meet. And I, I don't know. I think a decision for Ralph Angel is imminent. He's going to be tested, and I think that this is going to become really messy at some point in the near future. Yeah, I can see Darla pressing that issue. Mm-hmm. Mm. I have an Panama, What you got? I'm, I'm going to go ahead and knock this one out. I'm going to also go to Darla. My advice for Darla is, Darla, you in danger, girl. Yeah, she mm-hmm. is. And if you don't find a source of inspiration and optimism and hope, my prediction is she going to catch that pipe. <laughs> the crack pipe. Oh. Or something that's going to take her back yeah, you down. Need to clarify. Yeah, I was like, whoa. <laughs> Catch whoa. the pipe. Catch the pipe from Leo? Of, of, you know. all need to get your minds off the gutter. It wasn't right. me. My mind was definitely in the gutter. My mind was in the gutter. I was thinking about Charlie. <laughs> Oops, pouse cry. Your mind is in the fiery Darla, I hope that Darla, I, I feel like what's actually going to happen is Darla is going to continue to spiral. She's going to spiral yeah. downward. It hit her where she thought it was at work. Her coworkers know about her story, or at least assume it's her. And let her know that they know. And now she's in this very vulnerable space. She's looking for somebody to help her get out of it. I don't know if Ralph Angel is going to be able to be there for her the way she probably wants him to. I'm afraid she's going to be sitting at home and it's going to magically be a bottle of something sitting there. And mm-hmm. and bottles mean she's going to call that one homie that she never let go. She's going to call the plug, whose number she still has. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know. An appendix mm-hmm. to my addiction. Mm-hmm. I think that Darla might spiral, and I think I do think Ralph Angel is going to jump in and try Let's to save not. the day, and I think that that's not going to really fare well for him and Deisha. Focus on Deisha, Ralph. My thing is, so what's up with Darla's coworkers? Uh, were any of them familiar with HR? Like, is HR going to get involved in this? Like, they really can't be harassing the, the secretary at work. They, I mean, did, like, they didn't harass her. They, 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 they were gossiping. They did. They, they didn't do anything they to her. They put the book on her desk, turned to a certain page. Oh, that was on her oh, desk. Oh, I didn't. Was, I yeah, didn't make that. Oh, I did not. I didn't make that. Yeah, that was harassment. It was on her They were letting her know that they knew. They were like, you know. I didn't make that. And then if you heard them trash ass people in the background, you heard their little conversation. Oh, she's looking at. She's looking at. She's about to look at it. Don't pay attention. Don't pay attention. Oh, like wow. They, they, I they missed all of that. So you That's present a good question. Up. Is HR going to get notified? Oh. Probably not. Because Darla <laughs> would have to let them know that she's yeah, harassed that's, that's and why true. she feel harassed. Well, yeah. Yeah, because they know about that. my past. And yeah. at which point HR might find some type of discrepancy in yeah. her work history. Yep. And all of a sudden Darla's without a job. got no job. Mm. Yeah. Facts. Oh, Big facts. Hence a spiral. Yikes. 
All right, so Shanice, what you got? Um, you know, this is this is probably a reach and a stretch. I'm just still stuck on the fact that um, Nova is not the last living relative on her mother's side, and that she found this this auntie. And I'm curious to see, you know, what is gonna come of this i don't think that this is the last we're going to hear of this auntie and i kind of feel like nova might go a searching because she's just like that and you know she she needs material and she needs you know and she seemed excited about this i don't know i kind of feel like nova might go searching for this auntie that's just my prediction i don't really have any advice because i just don't this week but i just, i think that nova's gonna go searching for her auntie or her cousin auntie Auntie, yeah, it's like her, it's her mom's first yeah, cousin, her second cousin. Yeah, first cousin. But you know, you, you know, you be calling second cousins auntie because they yeah. get too old yeah. to call cousins. I mean, they all just cousins. Yeah, just being, but we the just old ones still be aunties. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. All right. So my advice for this week is to buy. Call Hollywood. Mm. Yeah. Call your husband. Call your that's partner. You know, mm-hmm. don't go through this by yourself. You know, suffering is not a superpower. You know, holler at your boy. <laughs> Suffering is not a superpower. That's a good one. Go through this. Quote that. Quote that. When you get married, take this. <laughs> when you get married, you're not supposed to go through stuff alone. So for right. Vi, I want her to call Hollywood. My prediction is in a separate vein. It's to Calvin. Like <laughs> Calvin is going to regret this. Calvin is going to regret reconnecting with Nova. Like this is not a good idea. <laughs> Run because she's trash. You see that hairstyle? Oh, oh. Man, what is the hairstyle? What man? is that indicative of? Nah, I would just. <laughs> also, Nova's looking tall as hell these days. They be having her with some serious stacks on. Like she looking tall. She's just tall. Stacks, as not stacks. They put her in some pumps. You saw the way she sashayed out that little car at the beginning. Uh, uh, at Supermodel yeah. work. Mm-hmm. Now I actually like Nova's hairstyle, but like. You know, Calvin is going to regret this. That's my prediction. Like, he's getting his life together for whatever reason. He and his wife didn't work out. He's got his new business. He's doing well. He doesn't need to inject Nova into that. So, Corey, you up last. What you got? Well, this week I don't have no predictions. But I do have some advice. My advice is for a character that actually didn't even appear in this week's episode. It's for Blue. Run away, bro. <laughs> your, your mama's a whole thought out here. Life ain't gonna get no better for you, dog. They gonna be clowning you on the playground. This is not the life you want for yourself, G. You better off living under the bridge, homie. Like, just, just, it, it's over for you, dog. Your parents gave you a bad start. Just suck it up right now and just start over fresh, bro. I don't care where you go. Run away and never come back. Dang, Scar. Right. <laughs> run away, <Man>. love. <laughs> the Mary J had a song called that. All right, whatever. Blue, run away, bro. It's it's gonna get bad for you. Once you once you read that passage about your mama pee popping on the handstand, oh. Terry Benedict. Life, life ain't gonna never be the same no more. Run, run away. Man, that's that's pretty rough. I that mean, that was. I, I wasn't I mean, ready for that. Oh, okay. You know, I think Calvin need to run, but yeah. um, not Blue. Uh, so, all right, that wraps up our evictions for this week. Uh, we're going to be right back with our shot of bourbon. Welcome back to Bourbon and Border Loans on the Blacktastic Podcast Network. We are back to close the show with our shots of bourbon for the person who we feel had the best week on this episode. Um, so, I'm going to let Corey kick us off this week. Who you got, Corey? Well, you know, I was tempted to give a shot to my girl Nova because this is probably the best week she's had thus far in the season. 
Um, I don't think anything bad really happened to her. And, you know, she had a couple good things happen to her. She got a little one-on-one uh, -on -one TV show thing going on. She rekindled with Calvin. But I'm not going to go with Nova. Instead, I'm going to go with my girl, Disha. You know what I'm saying? I feel like she came through, say the day for my boy, Benny. I ain't want to see him get locked up. She got him out of jail. She, you know, she... Uh, she put Ralph Angel on to the, you know, the feds might be watching the uh, the program, and you know, it, it was coming up with a, a battle plan to try to, you know, keep the program going, and you know, she's just really on top of things. You know, she she got Benny out, she helping Ralph Angel, and you know, of course, I want to see Ralph Angel stay with her and not go back down that crackhead route. Mm -mm. So. Mm -mm. I'm gonna give my shout to Disha. Disha, keep doing your thing. Show up next episode. Save some more people. Save Ralph Angel. You know, I'm here <laughs> for it. And she was looking super cute too. She is very pretty. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, if I wasn't Jabri. taken by Charlie, I might have a oh, new boo. Okay, I think <laughs> Corey is not taken. In my mind. Corey okay. is very available, guys. <laughs> uh, Jabri. All right, so, like, I almost went with Nova again. You know, last week I said, you know, she still owed me a shot. She paid me the shot she owed me last week. But I still can't quite give it to her because the pigeons came home to roost on Darla. Like, you know, she, she was adamant. She was like, I changed your name. You're going to be straight. Don't worry, girl. It's going to be fine. And she was straight up wrong. Mm -hmm. because she knew she was wrong. People, were e people easily connected these dots. You know what I'm saying? It was, not, it was not the mystery of the century. We did not, <laughs> not need Sherlock. Year, month. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the week. <laughs> the, <laughs> the game was not afoot. You know what I'm saying? She ain't need Watson. Anyway, the point is, you know, I can't give it to no one. But who I can give it to is Disha, man. Oh. Disha, man, she fought hard, used her professional expertise. Uh, she laid a big-ass kiss on Ralph Angel. Like, she was just confident. That was her man. Somebody mentioned that. You know, she grabbed his face. You know what I'm saying? She was into it. Slobbed him down. Like, all right. Like, it was all good. <laughs> <you> graphic, no? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then she tops it off with, like, hey, let's go get blue. Like, you oh, know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she a family member. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, you know, she really stepped her game up. Planted her flag. She came through professionally, got Benny out. So my shot of bourbon this week goes to Disha. And, and we didn't see Joie. Is that what she's anytime we Is that see, a bonus? Anytime we see Disha and don't see Joie, badass. That's a win. Wreaking That's a havoc. Win. <laughs> okay. Um, I can go ahead and go. Um, and I'm actually going to agree with the two gentlemen before me Already. and give my shot to Disha as well. Um, came through with the intel and the action steps. Really supported Ralph Angel and Benny in their time of distress. Um, so I'm not going to repeat everything they said, but I, I echo those sentiments. Um, so I'm giving my shot this week to Disha too. Well, I guess it doesn't matter who. <laughs> who, the, who but we still want to know, girl. So I I can agree with you guys on Disha. She did, you know, she she had a good week. But I was going to give my shot of reverence to Charlie, um, just because I feel like she really went the extra. Well, not she she's Charlie is Charlieing, right? Yeah. Charlie is like the Olivia Pope of of St. Joe's. She's trying to fix everything. She went, you know, behind and behind the scenes and found the found the the culprit behind, you know, the van the vandalism and the brick being thrown through her headquarters and she you know, she didn't go to the police, but she went to the family and tried to fix it her own way. I, I just really, you know, commend Charlie on always being kind of the fixer. I do want to know when, you know, when she's going to not have to fix stuff, but you know, Charlie is is pretty on her game when it comes to f 
fixing things, and she was this week. So I'll give her my shot of bourbon. All right, and it would be nice if I was going to give my shot to Disha, but she's already won it, so I'm not going to. I'm actually going to give my shot of bourbon to the person who literally had the best week of all time and needs to play the lottery right now. And that's my homie, Ignacio's son, Joaquin. <laughs> <laughs> my, man, my man committed two felonies. Yes, sir. Busted for them. And his entire that's penalty fair. is clean up, help clean up for three days a week and the weekends. And actually went out to go do that some work, funny. and the entire community fixed his mess for him. You're right. My man, Joaquin, literally got off scot-free. And Yes. And look, his father, the... Dearly deported, oh, uh, Ignacio is, is oh, out here. I see what you did. And Joaquin is over here like, I am not trying to go back. And you know what? They didn't send him back. They let my man slide. So my shot of bourbon <laughs> is going to go to Joaquin this week, but it doesn't matter because Disha is the uh, majority wins, and that's how we do things here, bourbon and board alone. So shots we're going to take our Disha. shots for Disha. Clank, clank. Yeah, yeah. Clank, 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 clank. And that's going to do it for this episode of Bourbon and Borderlones. Thank you for listening. Make sure that you uh, join us for the conversation on Twitter at BBorderlones. Subscribe, hang out, and uh, we'll catch you all next week. One, two, three. Take, take flight. flight. Hashtag take flight. This podcast is fantastic.